All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of Bible News Radio. I'm Stacy Lynn. I'm really glad that you have joined me today. And, you know, I just want to let you know right up front that I really appreciate the fact that you're taking the time to listen to our show. Because I know that the podcast world is saturated with various people and you have 10 million choices, literally, that you can choose from. And so if you've tuned tuned into this show, I want to make it worth your time. And I want to thank you because, you know, Heart Tug International is is kind of my baby. It's, It's the heart of what I do in life and you know, almost 20 years ago, God called me out of the counseling field uh, and took me through a various journey here where uh, I became essentially a watch woman on the wall. And through the years, we have done a lot of that. I mean, our opening uh, theme for many years quoted uh, from Ephesians, where it says to uh, to expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness, right? And that's part of what, you know, we do. And, and I will tell you, though, right now, honestly, let's just be honest. It's, you don't even need to expose them anymore because it's right there. It's right there in your face. It's there in your face. And, you know, I have to tell you that it's really easy to grow weary in doing good. You know, it, it's very easy to get discouraged Um, And I think the reason why is because most believers are not fully equipped and they're not armed and they're not saturating themselves in the word of God. And that's my other, there's, there's three passions of my heart. One is to expose the evil, of course. Another is to encourage the believer to grow in their relationship with the Lord through discipleship. And then the other one is to really counsel and offer hope to those who are hurting and struggling. And I would say that at some point in all of our lives, we're all in that category. We're in every single category, whether we're out there exhorting people because of what's happening in the culture or, you know, we're trying to grow in our walk with the Lord or we're trying to come alongside somebody and help them and lift them up. You know, we all have these roles. And I think the older that we get, the more, you know, you can see uh, the different roles that God has for you. Well, I want to lay out a vision for you today. Um, This won't take long at all, actually. And we're going to look at some news as well. So don't worry. We're not going to do a whole thing on here. But I do want to let you know that since Bible News Radio and our YouTube channel was banned last year. You know, we have really taken a step of faith here and put ourselves on to Subsplash, which is the platform that we're using to host this. In fact, many of my friends in ministry also have apps on here. Um, And, you know, I stepped out in faith and did this, and God has provided uh, the basic funds to cover it. But what I need, and I need to talk to you about for a few minutes, is my vision here with Heart Tug International and our in our ministry as a whole. And my vision, and there's about a hundred of you listening right now, um, is 
that we would have at least 100 pillars of the community by the end of this year. And, you know, what that would do for us is that would give us a good, solid base where we have a reliable, a reliable income that we can look at and then we can take those funds and we can help people, you know. Um, that's really the bottom line of what we're, what, what I want to do. And so I want to let you know that, you know, for many years we've called our donors pillars of the community. And I'll tell you why I came up with that. Because when I was praying about the vision for this ministry, um, I actually, you know, kind of saw the hands lifted up and then I like saw the pillars of a Coliseum, right? You know, you, the pillars are what is the foundation of this and basically you know i'm starting from scratch really because our largest audience was taken away because we speak biblical truth that's the reason we're off youtube because we speak biblical truth because we exhort and we encourage one another in the word of god and because we're bold enough to look at the culture and talk about these issues that a lot of people in the church won't. Um, you know, I could name some pretty big ministries that are still online on YouTube because they never talk about the real important issues, but we do. And, you know, the enemy likes to discourage people like me by, uh, by, by, bombarding my mind with, well, people don't care and people don't want to give and all this other stuff. And I have to tell you, honestly, that I battle that constantly. I battle it because I know it's not true. Christians are generous people. Christians, you know, support all the good in the world. I mean, where there is good, there are Christians behind it. So I just want to let you know that that's, you know, the enemy comes at me and he you know, tries to do everything he can to discourage me. Um, and it can be discouraging, you know, you know, cause it's, it's really easy to look at a dollar amount when you're looking at big expenses, uh, to, you know, to, to do a ministry. But I, I will tell you the real core and the heart of this ministry at this point in time, and it's changed over the years, is that I want heart tug to be a place where we can literally mend hearts, right? I want people, when they think of Heart Tug International and Bible News Radio and the ministry that we do here, I want people to think this is where I can refer somebody to get counseling who needs hope. Biblical counseling, biblical coaching, you know, who maybe they can't afford it. You know, your monthly donation can help me reach that goal. There's a generation, a massive generation of people who need good, sound, biblical encouragement and coaching and counseling who can't afford it. And I want to be one of those places that people can refer to where I can offer that. And, you know, if somebody's struggling, you know, they won't have to pay $125 a session. They can come in for a low cost or that cost can be... Um, deferred because I have generous don donors like you helping me out every month. That is a big part of it. The other part of my vision is that I know the power of video 
And I really would like to have our show back up on a video platform. But the reality is in ministry that, you know, it takes money uh, to, to get your stuff out there today. 20 years ago when I started this, it didn't. Uh, today, it takes money to promote the show on social media. 20 years ago, it didn't. A lot has changed. 20 years ago, I could say a lot of the things um, that I say today without being banned. Today, I can't. But what I can do, and I'm all about how can I, is I can, I can provide a platform here at Heart Tug and Bible News Radio um, so that I can share the things that are important and we can do it behind a paywall, basically, or in the app really is what I mean, not even a paywall. Um, and I would love to be able to hold, um, you know, online conferences and things like that um, and have some of my favorite people in ministry come and join me. But sometimes that takes a little bit of money as well. And so I want to ask you, if you're listening to the show, if you're somebody who has been, you know, listening to our show and you've been a, a frequent listener, like I said, I know there's about a hundred of you listening to the podcast, um, which doesn't seem like a lot of people, but I will tell you something that if I had 100 people donating a minimum of $20 a month to me and they were committed to it, that would give me $2,000 a month to cover the cost of not only this platform, but to be able to get the message out and provide some counseling to people who need it. Because I can tell you, I get calls and people come to me and they say, can you do this, 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 and this? And I'm like, I would really love to, but right now I have to do this and I can't always afford to do this. So I want you to be a pillar of my community and I want you to know that honestly, I'm one of the most transparent people on the planet. That's almost probably a, to a fault. <laughs> you know, if, if you invest your, your hard-earned money in the ministry of Heart Tug, um, I guarantee you that you have any question about where this money goes, just call me up, talk to me. You can have personal access to me. I'll tell you every, any, anything you want to know. In fact, um, not too long ago, um, I was making a list of, of some of the things that we do put the money toward. And I will tell you this, you know, uh, the app is a couple hundred dollars a month. We have website hosting. We have, you know, email domain renewals. We have a, a PO box that goes to the ministry. Um, you know, we have um, conferences and stuff that I go to and I pay, I pay to go so I can get more educated. Um, you know, and we have, a lot of other expenses like the internet and phone and all those things add up. And, you know, God has multiplied what we do with the, the $400 or so a month that we do get. But wouldn't it be wonderful to be a part of the foundation of help building a nonprofit that is seriously committed to biblical counseling, biblical discipleship, and frankly, biblical commentary on what's going on in the world, right? Um, I know many of you support friends of mine who have much larger ministries, and I would love for you to consider matching whatever you give to that ministry to ours. 
um, because I hear from all of you, um, not not all of you, but I hear from <laughs> I, hear, I hear from many of you. Um, well, how come you didn't do this, this, and this like so and so did? And the bottom line is is money. And you know, I know that God's people are generous and give money. And probably where my failure has been, it has not been communicating um, how that money is spent and, and how it can be used to further the kingdom. And so I want to let you know the best place that you can donate to us is through our mobile app. Look up hearttug.org. And um, you can just give right through there. Or you can go to hearttug.org online and the donation link to set up a monthly donation is is there. And so I want you to consider that prayerfully and seriously um, because as Isaiah um, as Isaiah says, <laughs> I just lost the verse. It actually says, encourage the exhausted and strengthen the feeble. You know, and there's other scriptures that talk about, let us not lose heart in doing good for in due time we'll reap if we don't grow weary. And you know, these things I just mentioned, you know, we're also doing Bible studies. I'm writing commentary. Um, I'm doing a lot of other stuff um, that, you know, some of this stuff eventually, you know, I would love to be able to hire a virtual assistant in order to help us with that but I can't do it. I mean, it's just me that does all of this. So I can't do it unless you help me out. And so I'm going to ask you to do that. Help me out and be a pillar of our community and help me to reach my goal of at least 100 people by the end of this year, um, which is 2023, um, to give a minimum donation of at least $20 a month. Right now, I'm going to tell you where we're at. Right now, I have five monthly donors, okay? So that tells you something, right? That tells you I have five monthly donors. Five. And so <laughs> May 26th, so it's not quite the middle of the year. So we have a couple of months here by the end of the year. I would, I would love to see the Lord move and increase that five to 100 so that we can do, really do something, you know, and... And I can help more people and encourage more people because really I want to encourage the exhausted. I want to strengthen the people. And I want to be able to provide resources that you can go to um, that can answer your questions and encourage you uh, in your faith. All right. So consider that um, as we move forward today. All right. All right. Now let's look at some of the news. Um, some of you probably are not aware of some of the recent stuff coming out of the World Health Organization. And, you know, I am not a proponent of the World Health Organization, never have been. Um, I look at our country in particular, though, and I have seen a move towards socialism big time in the last 10 years for sure. But I know I know they've been working on it a lot longer than that. Um, but what I will tell you is that, you know, they they are doing some things and um, Michelle Bachman, who um, many of you know, she, she ran for president a couple years back, and now she's the current Regent University Dean of Government. Um, she was recently on OAN uh, News, and I'm going to play you a five-minute interview that she did with the host of that show, and you can then go over to OAN 
and you can watch the full interview. I think what she has to say in this in this little snippet, though, will give you a little bit of an idea of what's been going on with the World Health Organization, which our um, President Biden is working steadily with in order to um, put us under more detriment than before. So listen to this. Breeding thing on this planet would be controlled by the global elites. What could go wrong, right? Michelle Bachman joins me now to help answer that question. Dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us. It's great to have you. Allison, thank you. And thank you so much for OAN covering this very real threat to our freedom. Absolutely. I think it's so crucial. I think it's probably the most important story that not nearly enough people are talking about. You and I know the Biden regime is currently, as we speak, leading the worldwide effort to ultimately transfer our national sovereignty over health making decisions to the World Health Organization. Michelle, please tell us more about the WHO's power grab for global governance and why this should concern absolutely everyone. It should concern everyone, Allison, because this began last year when the Biden administration single-handedly aggressively pushed the passage of amendments at the World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland. That's the physical location of the governance body of the World Health Organization. At that time, we were still living under emergency powers, and coincidentally, as we're speaking, those emergency powers after three years are finally being lifted here in the United States. But the Biden administration still has an eye on control over our freedoms. That's why this year they're aggressively working at the United Nations in Geneva, at the World Health Assembly, the governance body of the World Health Organization, to pass 305 amendments this year that would give power to the World Health Organization, effectively creating a platform for the first time in history for global governance being located at the World Health Organization. And what you stated is not an overstatement. You're simply reading from the documents that have been posted. The assertion is to take even more freedom away from governments and from individuals to make crucial health care decisions for ourselves. And it, the, the definition of health has been broadly expanded to include the planet, animal life, plant life, human life. So humans aren't being elevated above plants or animals or the earth. We're considered one and the same. It's truly incredible. And we know that they're ultimately doing this to basically have the authority to create another pandemic, right? We saw how uh, they handled COVID. And if this goes through, it just ultimately allows them to create any reason to declare another pandemic. Is that correct? Well, Allison, you're right about that in that they're planning that there will be another pandemic. Isn't that strange? We didn't have one for 100 years, but they're right. already that there will be another one. And their theory is that we as individuals had too much control over our lives and that nations had too much control during the pandemic. So they want to have all control at an international governing body through the UN. Again, the World Health Organization is the healthcare arm of the United Nations. They want to make sure that they have all control, all say over what our freedoms or lack thereof would be in the case of another pandemic. We can't let this happen. 
We can't let this happen. And that's why people need to call their senator and their congressman and say no to the United States being in the World Health Organization. President Trump rightly pulled the United States out of the World Health Organization. He stopped the funding of the US to the World Health Organization. But it takes a year for that to come into, an, into effect. When President Trump didn't return to the White House in 2020, the day that Joe Biden was inaugurated on January 20th, 2021, he put the United States back into the World Health Organization and resumed funding of the World Health Organization from the US. So now we come under the international health rules. And so Biden wants to change the rules to give up even more sovereignty to the World Health Organization. This is a very concerning thing, and I'm so grateful that you're bringing attention to this to your listening audience. And they can do something. They yes. can call their Congress and say, get the United States out of the World Health Organization as soon as possible and defund it. For all our viewers asking where... Okay, so there you go. So that is a piece from OANN.com. And you guys, if you want to go over to their website, you can go over and check that out. But this is important. This is very important because, um, well, it's, it's important. You know, if you care about your health, <laughs> if you care about your freedom, people, um, then you need to be aware of what's going on. And I will tell you that Michelle Bachman is, she's one of the most um, amazing Christian women leaders uh, that I think our country has ever seen, and um, and I know and I know this because of how she's vilified by people. But I also know this because she has been on the front lines, speaking out and telling the truth about many of the things that are going on um, that that you're not going to hear on mainstream media. You're just not. And I, in fact, if you're like me, you don't even listen to mainstream media because um, it makes you want to throw up looking at it. Um, and plus, I don't have cable anyway, so I don't listen to any of it anyway, you know. Um, yeah, so there you go. And, you know, it's interesting. Hmm, they're, they're planning another planned, uh, I mean, pandemic, um, you know. Uh, yeah. Is your health important to you? I'm just curious. Is it? Because if your health is important to you, then um, be, just be really aware that big tech and government, all of this stuff, you know, their goal is to destroy you. Bottom line. I have seen in the last couple of years in my conversations with people all over a country, all over the country, I know people and I talk to people. I have seen and talked to so many people that are so afraid now to go to the doctor. True story. And they used to, you know, be able to, to trust their doctor you know, if the doctor says this, this, and this, then they'll do it. And now so many of us, we're looking for, for other alternatives, right? So, you know, the, there will be a point in time where, you know, you might end up at a doctor. And if it ends up being anything like the World Health Organization wants it to be, um, let's just say you won't be in, you won't be, the Hippocratic Oath won't mean anything, okay? So don't mean to be a bummer there, but just have to share that. All right, I wanted to share another story. Um, last week, I talked about how the Los Angeles Dodgers, um, you know, uninvited the Sisters for Perpetual Indulgence. It's hard to say. Um, and um, 
and and I was happy about that. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's really cool that they they uninvited them. But then what happened was they caved because the Anaheim mayor decided to invite this perverted group um, to an Angels event. And because it is baseball season, I know you guys, some of you care about that. Um, now all of a sudden that now all of a sudden the Dodgers are apologizing for what they did and it's <laughs> I don't know about you but it's it's like completely shocking to me that this is even happening um, and there's there's an article here from the Daily Mail I'm trying to click over here to it it says here, the L.A. Dodgers apologized to drag group, read grooming group, just so you know, uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence for disinviting them from their pride night over their, quote, hunky Jesus pole dancing contest. <sighs> yeah, it's hard to say that. The team announced on May 17th they were disinviting the LGBTQ plus pedophile advocacy group after criticism from conservative political Catholic groups. Initially, the Dodgers had agreed to have the sisters at their event. And by the way, sisters here, these are all men. On June 16th, before disinviting them, that invitation has now been renewed. The video of the sisters, quote, hunky Jesus, unquote, contest in April shows a drag queen gyrating on a man dressed as Jesus before performing a pole dance. You know, I don't know about you, but God is not mocked. And I, I would not want to be these people on Judgment Day. This article says, going on, L.A. Dodgers have apologized to the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence after they came under fire for inviting them to their pride night. Um, yeah, the baseball team announced on May 17th they were disinviting the human rights and LGBTQ plus pedophile advocacy group after protests from conservative political Catholic critics. It likes to say the same thing. Anyway, bottom line, I'm not gonna read the rest of this, but you can look it up. The bottom line is they are mockers of Christ. They are grooming children, and they're groomers. These people are absolutely, completely, 100 million percent perverted. And if you are somebody who loves the L.A. Dodgers, <clears throat> ugh, you know, all I can tell you is that if you love the Dodgers and you pay to go see them, I would, I would say, you know what, don't do it. Don't go see them. But wait, there's more. And I have to tell you, this, this more is very interesting because not all of the Dodgers like this. In fact, what I will tell you is just two hours ago, this is Friday, May, May 26th at 4.18 p.m. Central Time. Two hours ago, the um, um, Fox News posted this article, and you may see this on your TV if you watch it, but if not, I will tell you. It's titled, Dodgers Clayton Kershaw says team will hold Christian Faith and Family Day amid Pride Night controversy. So Clayton Kershaw made this announcement Friday. Uh, he says here, um, he announced on Friday on Twitter that the team will be relaunching its Christian Faith and Family Day. The celebration is scheduled for July 30th against 
the good old Cincinnati Reds. Uh, excited to announce the relaunch of Christian Faith and Family Day at Dodger Stadium on July 30th, Kershaw tweeted. Uh, more details are to come, but we are grateful for the opportunity to talk about Jesus and determined to make it bigger and better than it was before COVID. Hope to see you on July 30th. So um, Kershaw here is coming out and, and saying, um, saying that this is going to be a great thing. It says, the article goes on to say, the decision comes just days after the organization re-invited the sisters of perpetual indulgence. Yeah. After much thoughtful feedback from our, our diverse communities, honest conversations within the LA Dodgers organization and generous discussions with the sisters of perpetual indulgence, the LA Dodgers would like to offer our sincerest apologies to the sisters um, perpetual indulgence, members of the LGBTQ plus pedophile community and their family and friends. Ugh. And then it says here, and this makes me mad, the MLB team announced it would be honoring the sisters of perpetual indulgence, a group of queer and trans nuns, read groomers, during a June 16th event, but quickly received backlash from religious groups, those anti-Catholic messaging groups. <sighs> Whatever happened, people, to just baseball being baseball? I mean, honestly, whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to being able to take your child to a baseball game and, you know, get some ice cream inside a little baseball Sunday cup and the Cincinnati Reds Cup was mine many years ago. I went to an Angels game. Actually, it was 1976, come to think of it. And I got my first ice cream at Angel Stadium, and I had a Cincinnati Red hat. And just because of that hat, that Cincinnati Red hat, that that's why I, um, you know, love the Cincinnati Reds, you know. <laughs> so I have a happy childhood memory there, you know. That, that was one of the few happy childhood memories I had. But still the point is, is whatever happened to just taking a child to a baseball game and not having to deal with these perverts, right? You can't. You can't. It's absolutely amazing. And then get this. Here's another story. Um, this one if you've been a longtime listener to the show, then you know the name Sam Brenton or Samuel Brenton. Samuel Brenton is a man who the, um, the LGBT activist community, even many of the militant ones in that community, can't stand this guy. Why? Because he's a liar. He's a liar, liar, royal pants on fire person here. And what I will tell you is this man has some serious emotional problems. Um, he is probably demonically possessed. I uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. But our illustrious government in the Biden administration actually hired this guy. Um, and many of the legislation out there that has actually been put into place was because of this guy's lies about conversion therapy, so-called conversion therapy. I really hate the term conversion therapy, but this is a man who claimed that he went to so-called conversion therapy so that he could figure out and how not to be gay, right? He lied through his teeth about everything under the sun concerning all of that. And some in the militant gay 
activist community can't stand this guy because he makes them all look like liars, which they all they all are anyway. But this guy is actually gone way, 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 way off the deep edge. And not only that, but believe it or not, he is a member of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence as well. But he's also in the news again. So this article um, was from PJ Media. It's titled, Jailed Luggage Thief Sam Brinton is also a member of the L.A. Dodgers' favorite anti-Catholic group. (sighs) And I'm just going to read this article. Joe Biden's former nuclear waste czar, who is in his off hours, uh, who, who in his off hours liked to steal women's luggage and then pose for selfies in their clothing, has another underreported entry in his curriculum vitae. Sam Britton is also a member of the L.A. Dodgers' favorite anti-Catholic political group whose members dress up as drag nuns and mock Christ and whose slogan is, Go and sin some more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know where that scripture, go and sin no more, you know? Jesus, Jesus tells the woman caught in adultery, Go and sin no more. Well, these mockers of God, um, their slogan is go and sin some more. Yeah. But anyway, it says this. But Britain won't be performing in the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, Washington, D.C. coven much in the near future. In fact, you want to know what his name is? This is the amazing thing. And, and I am not making this up. And you are going to... Let me just say, I'm not making this up, okay? His his name is Sister Ray, R-A-Y, D, D-E, and then the last name part of it is O-Active. So Sister Radioactive is his name, okay? Yeah, I didn't make that up. This, this is literally... You can see this online. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And you can shake your head because you should. Anyway, it says this. It it seems Sam is busy in jail, and rightfully so. He should be. Britain, who dresses like a woman, whose lipstick technique appears to have been honed at Clown College, as you can see in the bottom right of the photo above, is currently in pre-placement hold at the Montgomery County Jail and should be housed with the general population of the men's jail sometime next week. His latest case pertains to the theft of a suitcase full of unique designs by an African designer at Reagan Air- Airport in 2018. And there have been several other um, thefts as well. In fact, he actually faces five years in prison and a $10,000 fine which would not be enough for this man, in my opinion. Britain's jail home will be determined by whether he was, has male or female genitalia, whether they, meaning Sam, presents a management or security problem, and whether their health and safety can be, be ensured, according to the New York Post. Britain was arrested last week as a fugitive from justice, according to the Daily Wire, Men with guns came and got him like he was a Republican or something. By the way, I didn't write this, but this person did. So much is going on in this 35-year-old man's life. Before the Biden administration named him to be a key contributor to the nuclear waste 
division at the Department of Energy. Britton appeared on the show of a drag queen nun of the Boston branch of the Sisters and talked about his life and drag nun persona. Sister Radioactive. Get it? He enthused about meeting a table of, of, of a table full of quote sisters at an event when he was an MIT student. I consider the sisters to be like gods and goddesses among the people. He enthused to Sister Lita Christ, which you you know I boy. Britton continued. I still do believe this in a way. It was beautiful, sister moment of no. You are worthy as you are. Oh my God. I wonder how many women will recognize their stolen shoes in Sam's background. Anyway, there's a picture there. Um, <sighs> and Britton was asked how he successfully kept so many balls in the air in his busy life. Britton told of how his husband, I guess he's married, I didn't know that, considers him to be the weirdest Batman ever, maybe Batwoman, Batperson. By day, I save LGBT kids from suicide. By night, I save the world from nuclear annihilation. And when I can, I put on a nice white light face and move about the world bringing cheer and removing guilt. He offered that. I do not, or rather, I do hear voices in my head a lot asking me a question and then like solving it. It's not like I'm going crazy, he said, but it's, just that my brain can only process so much at a time, and so it keeps things in storage for when I'm not writing or doing. Oh, and it's like, oh, you can solve this problem now? How can, how, how do I self-care? You know, I tell my mind, you know what? I look forward to solving the problem for you later on. Right now, I'm just going to play an hour of video games, and right now, I'm going to make a smoothie, and right now, I'm going to sing. As you can tell, Sam's got a lot on his mind. He'll have time to sort it out, however, while he's biding his time in jail for stealing women's clothes at yet another airport. And Britain is just the kind of guy the L.A. Dodgers probably had in mind when they announced they'd celebrate the, quote, sisters for gay pride at the Major League Baseball game. Blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah more. So there you go. Sam Britton. Samuel Britton. I would encourage you to add this man to your prayer list and to really pray for this guy. He's a lost soul for sure. And, um, you know, this, this is not um, something to be mocked. You know what I mean? Uh, it's tragic. It's tragic. And, you know, I have to tell you that it's, it's tragic to me because we know that this guy's end is hell, right? Um, and so this is the last thing I want to say on this show. And um, the last thing I want to say this week is that, yes, while we are looking at the wickedness going on in the world, and we're, we're really just picking a couple highlights here, there's so much more. I want to encourage you to always remember a couple of things. Remember how much Jesus paid for your sin. You know, I mean, if you study who Christ is, if you study the evidence for the fact that Jesus walked on the earth, if you look at the history of scripture, if you look at Christian persecution, which we haven't even talked about a lot lately, but if you look at Christian persecution throughout history and those people who got the Bible and translated it and delivered it and how it got in your hands today and how we even can do Christian media, 
It's amazing to me the people who have died for what I believe in. And Jesus paid it all. And all to him I owe. All to him you owe. He paid it all. He was perfect. He is perfect. He is holy. He is loving. He is just. He is kind. And he's real. He's not this made-up figment of my imagination. He's not a made-up fake historical figure. He is genuinely a historical figure. He really did rise from the dead. He really did lay down his life willingly on a cross to die for our sin. And he tells us to believe. Just believe. Believe in me. Follow me. Hang out with me. Get to know me. You know, and and I, I can tell you so many Christians that I know are heavy burdened. They're burdened by law. And what I mean by that is is by the law of, you know, like I in order for me to be a good Christian, then I have to do this, 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 and this. No, you don't. You don't have to do this, 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 and this. The Lord wants a personal relationship with you. Uh, he really does. He wants a very personal relationship with you. And I, and I will tell you, I want to encourage you to read two Psalms this week. I want you to read Psalm 139, which is a prayer that David wrote, you know, and it talks about how God knows you. He knows you inside and out. He knew you before you were knit in your mother's womb. He, he knew you when he knit you together in your mother's womb. He knows when you get up. He knows when you get down. You know, he knows when you sit down. He knows, he know he's better than that Santa Claus song. He knows if you've been bad or good. <laughs> you know, he knows everything. And he loves you and accepts you just the way you are anyway. And then I would encourage you to read Psalm 144. I just recently finished a Bible study, writing a Bible study on this. And I'm going to be offering this soon as just a giveaway. Um... I'm not done with it yet, but I will. But I want you to go and read Psalm 144 because David prays some of the most wonderful things in that in that psalm. And I will tell you that when you really begin to saturate in the Word of God and you really begin to, you know, kind of lean into what the Word says instead of just kind of go, oh, I got to get my Bible time in. I got to read this. I got to read that. And I'm just going to whip through the Bible and get my quote quiet time in and and all this other stuff, um, I will tell you that when you just stop and you meditate on Scripture, it will change your life. Psalm 144, verse 2, says this. It says, My loving kindness and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. So here we see David referring to the Lord as his loving kindness, as his fortress, as his stronghold, as his deliverer, and as his shield and who he takes refuge. So in these days, when we are dealing with all of this chaos around us, we need to hide, right? We need refuge. We need to go someplace. And, and that is where we go. We, do, we go to God. You know, I, I'm an avid bird watcher, as most of you know. And um, lately I've been watching the fledglings um, hang out. And this morning I saw 
a fledgling starling and this little baby fledgling was walking around through the lawn and he had his beak open and he'd stop and he'd keep his mouth open like waiting for mama to feed him and this other bird that he was walking with was a grackle so it wasn't the same bird it was a different bird and the grackle just completely ignored it and this little fledgling kept following this grackle like feed me feed me and his and chirping and it's it's like his mouth's open his mouth's open you know and then when you finally see the mother take the food and put it into the fledgling's mouth and the little baby's like I'm relaxed I'm calm I got my mom here now my mom just fed me and now I can go and do whatever but you know what the thing is is that fledgling has to learn how to figure out how to eat for himself and find his own food and that's part of who we are as disciples and believers you know we can go ahead and we can walk around and we can click on Christian media and we can go feed me feed me ah feed me I need food you know where is it is it over on this show is it on that show and we can flip through a devotional we can look at what other people think but there comes a point in your Christian life where you have to feed yourself and trust the Lord to be that covering for you and the thing is is the Lord loves us you know Jesus when he cried out about Jerusalem he said he longed to that he longed for them as you know the mother would 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 protect the chicks you know and if you've ever seen a bird cover her babies it's it's so beautiful and that's how God is with us he is our refuge he is our strength he is everything that we need in this world and you know the times are getting darker and so I just want to exhort you at the end of the show to consider hiding under the shelter of his wings turn your eyes upon him in the word of God and get your eyes off some of this horrible rotten stuff going on Um, strengthen your inner man strengthen your inner man and make sure that you're leaning into Christ because um, he is the only one who's going to love you nothing else will he's the only one that really 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 loves you and he accepts you unconditionally you can stop striving you can be still and you can know that he is god and he's in control so there you go i want to say thank you for tuning into this show i hope you have a great week until i am here able to talk to you again i hope that you can follow me on social media if you want some inspiring bird photos join me on facebook make sure though you download our heart tug international app We have behind the scenes exclusives in there. We got the Hebrew word of the week from Randall, my husband, AKA Bareface. Um, We have some old archives from some old shows. We have a lot of content in there that you can, we have a lot of heart tug moments. If you need a daily, like little three minute um, uplift, we got over a hundred heart tug international heart tug moments in there you can listen to um, and more. And again, prayerfully consider becoming one of our pillars. Help us help people. That's what we're about here. All right. So have a great uh, rest of your day. And I'll see you again soon.